This is the sound of business owners bossing their day with Sage. Fish delivery bust. Invoices sorted. Clients work out bust. Expenses smashed. Tax return done. Take control of business with new financial tools from Sage. Boss it. Try for free at sage.com. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm Catherine Niker. And I am Freddie Rivas. And this is our inaugural episode. Freddie, I'm so excited. I am so excited. Uh, I'm also nervous. I'm ready to talk some WNBA basketball. Uh, I'm wondering if my opinions are going to hold up, uh, even for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be good. I'm excited. Uh, this is great. Uh, I wanted to start off just with this being our inaugural episode, just talking a bit about who we are, how we came together, and uh, who our favorite teams are, and how we came to pick our favorite teams, because we're not actually based in a WNBA city. So, Freddie, let's start with you. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like you, um, well, actually, I don't know if you're from Toronto, but you've spent a lot of time here, so. I'm from Mississauga. Okay, yeah, so it counts. Um, <laughs> if you're a hardcore Torontonian that thinks it doesn't count, that's a whole different podcast. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a lover of sport. I'm obsessed with basketball. Um, I love women's sports, and I've, I've always felt like the WNBA is just like a high-level entertaining you know vehicle for women's progress for good entertaining sport for just like yeah it's just a thing that I believe needs to be elevated and something I've personally enjoyed and you know during this pandemic uh me and my partner we subscribed to WNBA league pass uh and we kind of fell in love in in a deeper way where we watched uh, all the games in the wobble and uh, in Florida there when the, when they played basketball during the pandemic and yeah we started falling in love with particular kind of like you know in a league characters sort of surface uh, and personalities so uh, that, that's that's my short story and um, yeah I'm excited to talk some some women's basketball with you. Yeah, I mean, we are both from Toronto. We're both biased uh, Toronto Raptors fans. We both cover the NBA on our own and decided to come together to cover the WNBA together. And for me, I remember being a kid watching the early years of the WNBA because they used to have games on like NBC and you could see them on like a Sunday afternoon in the summers and then so I watched those first few years and then somewhere in the mid 2000s like I go off to college and I'm just not around anymore I feel like I felt well I probably fell off basketball a little bit but I definitely mm -hmm. fell off the WNBA because being in Canada back then it was just harder to follow and so now like with league pass and all of that it's become so much easier to catch all the games and follow it like properly as opposed to just following it like very casually, like I did before. Yeah, I definitely think the emergence of Twitter and and highlights, uh, 
you know, which we'll we'll get to in uh, in, in a few short minutes. But mm-hmm. yeah, the elevation uh, of the I guess the visibility of the WNBA has really helped, and I think that's something both me and you want to be a part of. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, yes, it's like we we think it's a good thing to do, but also it's fun. And you know, I was telling my uh, my partner this morning. A big part of me wanting to do this podcast is I want to talk about the WNBA with more people. Mm-hmm. So I hope people listen to this podcast and email us questions uh, or, or start watching more WNBA. Or if they're already someone who is crazy about the WNBA, I hope that they have a place where they can hear people talk about it, disagree with their opinions. And, uh, you know, it's a big part of sports is the is the uh, peanut gallery. So. Uh, I'm excited to be that. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I wanted to ask is who is your favorite team? What team have you decided is your Homer team and how did you pick them? Okay. This is good because you can tell that I'm pretty new in my WA fandom. And also Mm -hmm. I, you know, we're, we're in Toronto, like you said, so there's not a natural team. But during the, like, you know, the, the wobble, I kind of fell in love with Chicago with, uh, uh, with, with Vandersloot and, and, and Quigley and, and just kind of the Chicago energy. And then Candace Parker came over there this summer. So I was like, I'm all in on Chicago, but also <laughs> watching this year, I'm realizing that I don't have a hard choice because I'm clearly a bit of a front runner. Like I'm totally digging the aces. So I think right. the Las Vegas aces are like maybe becoming my favorite team, but they're well, also just one of the best. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know who I am is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Cause from, from what I gather, the Chicago sky have not had um, an ideal start to this season. Like they're like, I don't think they were projected to be more than like a first round playoff team, but they're really no. like at the bottom of the league right now. Yeah, they've yeah, they went on a four game winning streak and Parker is back, so they're looking better, but they definitely don't yeah. look like they're, you know, the class of the league. Yeah, I mean the like okay, here's the thing with the Aces. The Aces are a really exciting team and I and there's this part of me that really wants to be an Aces fan, but the thing is I hate Las Vegas as a city. I love like this. I'm just so biased against Las Vegas. <laughs> I love this so much. I love when it makes me not want to root for the aces, but that's so silly. No, but this is what, you know, I was ineloquently saying um, in your first question about like why, why we're doing this and, and why it's fun because that's how sports works. Your arbitrary opinion of a city (laughs) deserves to be factored in. So if you don't like Vegas, that's real. Okay. And they might have the most likable players, the coolest team, Bill Lambeer with like a sweaty headband. Um, <laughs> you know, Asia Wilson doesn't matter. You don't like them because they're from Vegas. Well, like if you took that, <laughs> if you took that team and put them in a different city, I would like them more. That's what I'm saying. And I think yeah. that's valid. Well, it's valid on this podcast. I don't think that's valid anywhere else, but this podcast, I mean, we're fans and this is all about the fan experience. So it's like, yeah, like if I had a miserable time in Las Vegas back in 2011, then I'm just not going to root for you first. And I'm sorry. Totally. And not to be specific at all about it. 
Yeah, I do follow <laughs> Liz Cambridge on Instagram. Her Instagram's amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. So I'm not against them. They're just not my they're just not my number one. Okay. That's all I'm really saying. Like do you do you have one? Yes, I've picked a number one. Oh wow. Yeah, my number one team I've decided is the Phoenix Mercury. That's my homer team. Okay, I like it. You know, I I, I was just gonna start going off on their players, but I'll, I'll let you. Like, what's your what's the no? You can go what's ahead. What's the Phoenix catch? Is it, is it Tarasi? Is it kind of like love Tarasi, um, but also love Skylar Diggins Smith. I also love Brittany Griner. Like to mm-hmm. me, Brittany Griner is one of those players. Like you just you hate her if she's not on your team but you love her if she is on your team, but also I think has better stats than like the male counterpart of that in the NBA, if that makes sense. Like, I just love how much she destroys her opponents. Oh, she's amazing. It's a, and, and, and I think is Dewana Bonner also on uh, Phoenix? I think Phoenix is like fairly stacked. Yeah, I was just- Yeah, well, they, they also have Kia Nurse. Canadian. Yeah, oh, the Kia Nurse game winner. Yep. Um, yes, that was this very exciting. year was so so exciting. Yeah, Phoenix is a pretty solid team, and you know I don't think we can be faulted. Period, because we're just getting going here. Yeah, let's not hold each other to too high of a standard. Uh, when I choose to not <laughs> like the Aces next week, uh, because I also have a bad Vegas experience that I have not yet disclosed. Oh, um, no, that's not true. But I'm just saying in a future pod. Oh, I was like, what? We both have bad Vegas experiences? No, I'm going to go to Vegas, have a bad time, and then hate the Aces. Oh, no, no, no. Please have a good time if you go to Vegas. Okay, fair enough. Like, I would love to, well, of course, I'd love to go to a WNBA game. That's something I haven't been able to do. That's like, you know, a real bucket list thing. But if I did go to Vegas again, I would try to see an Aces game because that, to me, would be the only, like, redeeming thing for vegas oh it would definitely be that and and cirque du soleil like i did see um they had like a beatles cirque du soleil show nice that was good that was probably one of the only good things yeah i've uh i saw a cirque du soleil show once and it was pretty great and i don't remember anything about it except there was just like people <laughs> flying through the air and it yeah was- it's like wow impressive and then yeah you don't really remember it you don't like go you don't walk away being like wow that story was really compelling yeah mine was, was <laughs> some mermaid stuff i'll, I'll say that <clears throat> there was some mermaid stuff yeah like someone was like doing some trampoline stuff and then they go in the water it was pretty oh, cool. oh. i don't remember i don't remember any water stuff but in any case, that's probably because the Beatles just didn't write a good song for it. They should have wrote a mermaid song. The we Beatles had a better Cirque du Soleil. Everyone show. knows the Beatles never wrote good water-based songs, <laughs> and it is why they broke up. I mean, didn't they write like "Yellow Submarine" or something? Yeah, and that's the only one, you know. The only one. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right. Well, this is quite the tangent. But in any case, we—I guess what we're saying is we know we're supposed to be rooting for the Aces, but we are rooting for other teams instead. Yes.
let's get into something that was pretty big in the news this past week. And that was this Jasmine Jones, Skylar Diggins Smith, Twitter beef. Um, actually, yes. Freddie, do you want to give us just a recap of events? I do. Yes. But uh, my main disclaimer is that it's classic <laughs> Twitter beef recap territory because it's like me watching like you know random people on youtube uh and you know buzzfeed or tmz articles and then once you start to dig a little bit in twitter things just get so confusing with the replies who's liking what Mm. um so it's it's quite the field day but you really dived into this so how about how about this how about I'll, i'll recap the actual tweet itself and then you can give us the uh, the deep dive. How about that? I love it. And thank you for saving me because I could tell that you could tell my brain was going a million ways. And I'm like, <laughs> where do I start here? Because, yeah. We know each other so well. We do. Um, so essentially, uh, earlier this week, Bleacher Report just posted a very nice highlight by Skylar Diggins-Smith, right? That was it. Just It just started off with Bleacher Report posting a highlight, super innocent. Then Jasmine Jones jumped in and she said, yeah, but caught the L hyping up the wrong stuff. How about hyping my girl? Um, how do you pronounce her name? Uh, I think it's Benicia. 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 From the Liberty. Basically, Skylar Diggins jumps in and she's like, girl, shut TF up. They can't post a highlight. Complain to your organization first why they only hype one person. So this Hmm. really exploded into a lot of different but really important conversations. So, Freddie, uh, take us from here. So, uh, yeah, thanks for kind of starting with the immediate Twitter stuff. I'll I'll go back to during the Wubble, there was a play where, um, you know, the Phoenix were playing the Liberty and Skylar Diggins-Smith attempted to save a ball, which is a very common play in basketball where you kind of jump out of bounds, catch the ball and whip it at someone uh, on the opposing team who's Mm -hmm. inbounds with the idea that it's going to hit them and go out of bounds and you'll maintain possession. But Skylar tried to do this to, to Jasmine and it was pretty obviously out of bounds already. So it was a scenario where another player just tried to whip a ball at another player and she actually got a technical foul for it. Uh, So she was caught And it was kind of one of those scenarios where it's like, all right, these two obviously don't like each other. So fast forward to now, I think what's kind of interesting about this is for me, there's a mix of like some petty and then also some real issues being raised that I think, you know, need to be talked about. Uh, But also Twitter isn't necessarily the best place, but it is kind of because it's like, it's just this lightning rod for hot takes and kind of Mm -hmm, like big mm -hmm. audiences. I think what's happening here is, is uh, Skylar Diggins is saying, you know, you're mad because they posted my highlight, um, even though my team lost, but really you should be mad that you have a player that's averaging, you know, 20 points a game, having a huge year, and they're showing highlights of another player on your team. 
a white player. And I think that's the important subtext here uh, is that, you know, Skylar Diggins Smith is kind of saying that if you're a white woman in the WNBA, you're more likely to get featured. Uh, and I think that's been consistent in, in stuff that Skylar Diggins Smith has said before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a valuable, interesting point. And there's also the additional point that's coming up with this, which is there's not enough highlights period. So what's happening is, you know, the ESPN or whatever kind of like shows this one highlight per week and you, you know, not enough women are getting their shine and it's kind of giving this particular snapshot of the league that might not be true. So that's like my, my, what I ascertain from like the deep dive. Yeah. Well, I think you're completely spot on with all of it. Like, cause you're right. Like there is this petty side, like these two have clearly gone head to head on the court and don't like each other. Mm-hmm. But then there's also this, like, there's so little exposure that there it adds weight to the few people that do get exposure. Exactly. And uh, Sue Bird actually did an interview with Complex online this week and they asked her about this Twitter beef and they asked her about um Skylar Diggins Smith's comments and she essentially did support the comments like she didn't outright say like it's true I get more coverage than than other like BIPOC players in WNBA but she was like this is an important conversation like she she definitely supported the conversation about it and she also reinforced that like there are so few there's such little real estate on the national stage for coverage of this league and i think like by making that slice of the pie bigger then that also opens up space for everyone else because it's like it's weird because i mean sabrina Inescu's injured right now but before that was having a hell of a year so it wasn't like she didn't deserve the coverage or deserve the highlights but it's like to have another player on the team scoring 25 points a game and not getting that kind of coverage is like okay what's going on here yeah i think you know it's something we've uh yeah as sports fans people are starting to notice more and more like you know just how people are talked about based on you know who they are and how they present um, and and how much they are or aren't highlighted. And I think Sue Bird, you know, I, I just uh, read that complex article this morning. And yeah, I think she had a lot of good points on the head. And, you know, cheers to Sue Bird, because I feel like in that article, they also insinuated that it's like, Sue Bird's so busy, and we're asking her a lot of questions. Like at one point in the article, they're like, we know Sue's in the right place here, but we also have like 40 more questions we're trying to rattle off it also goes to the point where there's not that many complex interviews type things. Mm-hmm. So I think when someone does speak, uh, you know, to like something that's happening in the WNBA, the voice really rings out because there's not a lot of competitive voices. So, you know, if there is a big Twitter beef such as this one, everyone gets in on it and it's fun too. I'll say that there's an element of this. That's like, you know, important. There's an element of this. That's, uh, you know, petty with someone trying to throw a basketball at someone else and them not liking each other. And then there's also a part of it. That's fun. Like uh, I was definitely digging the Liz campaign page tweet of 
like you know that the person with the eyes darting all around saying like you know her saying like oh my god like there's an nba twitter beef that's like not involving me and i just love that like there's a known (laughs) troublemaker who's like oh my god everyone's having a fight and it's not me like that's just funny to me so i don't know it's like there's also a part of this that's fun I, i don't know if i'm too all over the place you're a little all over the place, but not too much. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I think this level of beef or this amount of beef, if we want to keep calling it that, is good for the league because so. it opens up a bigger conversation. Yes. So yes, that I think is maybe what you were trying to get at. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. For those listening to this podcast, there's going to be a lot of instances where Catherine perfectly consolidates my rambly point. And hey, that's 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 the alchemy. That's the alchemy you're you're here for. That's what we're here for. And I think like where there's other things that happen where like that idiot coach was criticizing Liz Cambridge's weight, like that mm-hmm. stuff. That's not the kind of you know, feuds or beefs that are good for the league or, or good for anybody like that shit's just brutal. But like, I think stuff like this is actually really good. Yes. And I I will say though, on, on that, that Liz moment, there's also fun learning opportunities to not fun, sorry, but there are some learning opportunities with, with bad situations like that. Like I loved her quote of saying like, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm proud of my size. I'm proud of my weight. And no man will ever make me feel uncomfortable. I thought that was a really strong thing. And, you know, there's probably a lot of women and men reading that. Well, that's that, a very that are like, point. whoa, this person and, is like. And maybe that, and maybe that is. No, I was just saying that's a really good point. And maybe in a weird roundabout way that did turn out being really good, but only because she handled it so well. Yeah, it, it was you're 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 right on because it's kind of like it was an ugly situation made informative and maybe this beef is more like a petty situation made informative plus entertaining plus yeah i don't know i mean we all love a good clapback we do we do um with that we will be right back after this break Amazon Prime Day is the 21st and 22nd of June. Two days of non-stop deals on everything from electronics to home and kitchen and more. Hear that? It's the sound of you relaxing while your new robot vacuum does your chores for you. Amazon Prime Day is coming. Two days of non-stop deals. The 21st and 22nd of June. Join Amazon Prime to enjoy Prime Day. Amazon Prime is a paid subscription. See terms and conditions at amazon.co.uk forward slash prime. We're 
back. So I wanted to dive just a little deeper into this Sue Bird interview because it was really interesting. And uh, it, she, she was talking about critics calling last year's title being one with that of an asterisk because it happened in the wobble. And I thought I'd bring this up now, A, because it got brought up with Sue Bird, but B, I thought, you know what? In our inaugural episode, why don't we take this asterisk talk throw it in the garbage and be done with it once and for all. <laughs> I am so unbelievably on board with that. Yeah. Asterix talk is strange to me because I think that it's just one of those transparent attempts to, you know, cheapen a narrative when it doesn't work for you. Because sports is always about like, you know, attrition and difficulty and injuries. And Sue Bird talks in that article about, you know, winning four titles, but having the opportunity to win more. And key players got injured here and something happened there. And that's why sports is hard. And that's why Sue Bird having four titles is legendary and incredible. Mm -hmm. And I think... That's part of my take. So, you know, this asterisk thing is just, it's a crappy attempt to cheapen a narrative, I think, because I don't know who would say that winning the WNBA title during the pandemic, you know, was easier in terms mm -hmm. of mental health. Uh, you know, Sue Bird talks about how hard it was to be going through what was happening uh, in, in, in the Wubble uh, you know, politically with Black Lives Matter, with uh, safety in general, with the, you know, the, the virus, and then also being expected to be a professional top level athlete. It's just it was an incredible ask. But yeah, I'm happy that we're putting it to bed. No, I, I mean, Freddie, all that was really great. And as we've already established earlier, we are biased Raptors fans. So yeah. I think we might hate Asterix talk more than anybody. But um, yeah, like this, look, this Seattle Storm team is really good. And it actually kind of leads me into my next topic. Who do we think is going to win this year? And I actually think the Storm's going to repeat. Really? Yeah. I Sorry, I said good. really, and then as, even the way I said it, I'm like, I don't think that's a hot take at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like just talking about. Actually, when you said it, I got I for a second I started doubting myself. I was like, oh, am I missing something? Like <laughs> you're you're not missing anything. That that's basically just me having. I feel like my my instant reactions are always really or fair enough. And they don't necessarily mean anything. So if you hear me say fair enough on the podcast, honestly, I've just blown my own. No, look, every, but it's good. You have, you have your signature responses. That's probably good. You, you got to podcasting. No, it's important. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think the storm is a really good pick. I think the aces uh, are my pick as far as uh, the team that's going to win it all. Uh, my reasoning, basically, you know, Asia Wilson's incredible. Liz Campage wasn't part of the the wobble last year, and and I'm not exactly sure, you know, if it like what happened. I think there was uh, the issue with, uh, you know, she said she has Lyme's disease and was nervous about the virus, and you know, was one of many uh, you know high profile players who didn't come. And, and you know, Liz Campage is an MVP candidate, so this is someone who 
you know, joined a team that made it to the finals anyways. So, I, 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 yeah, the Aces yeah. Are, are my team. Yeah, that's fair. It's probably my bias creeping in again. Hey, let, let that anti-Vegas, anti-Burning Man <laughs> virus just creep right in, okay? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I, I, like, uh, for a minute there, I almost became a Utah Jazz fan, despite my actually even more illogical bias against Utah. I've never even been to Utah. Wow. But I just don't feel like I could ever like it in Utah. Fair. But I mean, except for like the mountains, like I could enjoy the mountains. Like I could enjoy Utah surely, if no one else was around me. Surely you'd enjoy the Sundance Film Festival. Yes, I'd enjoy the sun. But that's all people not from Utah. That's right. At the Sundance Film Festival. <gasps> um, I'm the ambassador to Utah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Those are our current favorites. Obviously, uh, as we track the rest of the season, we'll track our teams. Uh, we'll track our picks. Uh, really excited to do playoff picks once that comes. But uh, mm -hmm. we're not there quite yet. And that brings us to our badass player of the week. I'm a badass woman. Freddie, who you got? Mine is Brianna Stewart. Uh, she went five and zero for the week. Seattle looked incredible. I think she's quite obviously their best player. Um, you know, obviously Subert's good, but uh, Brianna's what makes them tick. She's plus eighty four on the week, so that just means whenever she's on the court, her team is winning like all of the time. Forty percent from three. 50% from the field. She's just incredible and doesn't really have any weaknesses. So uh, yeah, that's my player of the week. That's awesome. Yeah. I also picked a player on Seattle and I went with Kiana Williams Ooh. for graduating and playing her first WNBA game on the same day. Okay. That is way better than my answer. Uh, <laughs> Because mine is just good answers. Mine's someone doing their job in a badass way. Yours is someone like having a life event, which is more badass. <laughs> well, we took we took very different approaches to the badass player of the week. So that hey, was really it was good. We're different people, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's you know, shout out Seattle Storm for having a, a great week. Mm -hmm. Um that will um, bring us to our last question for this episode. And Freddie is going to uh, every episode, throw us a little curveball here. I mean, I'm calling it a fun question, but come on, there's got, there's probably a better name for this. Like I'm sure eventually we'll come up with a better like segment name for this question, but uh, take it away. It's just, it's going to be called fun segment. And that is the most <laughs> creative segment name we will ever come up with um when we I don't are more know why i'm so bad with names i'm so bad with coming up with names for segment. no no come on you're too hard on yourself fun segment is the best name you could ever have <laughs> uh, i'm pretty sure soon enough we'll be making more money than joe rogan um yeah. with this podcast and yeah. um yeah the main reason will be our fun segment yeah absolutely so, uh, yeah, this one, I'm going off of the Twitter beef. I'm oh. thinking, what is the most interesting or fun 
uh, you know, Twitter beef that you, you think could, could break out in the WNBA. Uh, we've seen lots of good gifts, lots of, you know, Michael, ja- Michael Jackson eating popcorn. It's a, it's a part, it's a part of basketball, basketball, Twitter. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I was wondering if you have any kind of silly ideas that you think uh, would be, would be fun to watch play out on Twitter. Okay. So I'm going to, I, I'm going to do a little curveball on this because I'm going to pick up on uh, the Keanu Williams thing that I just mentioned as okay. my badass player of the week. And I'm going to throw in an NBA player in this. I'm going to throw Vince Carter in this and have a Twitter beef of who graduated and showed up to the game better. That's very good. I mean, you know, Vince has a a classic missed shot. So Keanu Williams, uh, you know, that's classic missed shot. But also, you know, it was a playoff game. True. But also wasn't his first game. Double true. So I think that's a fun that's a fun Twitter debate. Yeah, like that a, could get fun and, and, and petty in a in a not too serious way. And if a bunch of different players come in, it would be funny because it would turn into like people would be like, "I'm the goat of like showing up on game day," but then there'd be other people who'd be like, "Well, I'm the goat of education." Right. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like you'd have like sports versus like education so you'd have professors coming in who are like throwing up goat symbols yeah yeah exactly Um, mine is uh i think less funny and more uh i i was i was shooting for like could potentially happen this is weird i don't it probably doesn't happen in the in in the WNBA. like i haven't really seen it too much to be honest because there's a ton of camaraderie Mm -hmm. but asia wilson is an mvp candidate and Mm -hmm. liz campage is an mvp candidate and they're both on a team that I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a lot about Seattle, but if let's say Vegas really starts to click and dominate the league and, you know, finishes first place, there's probably a big opportunity for the MVP to come from the aces. And I just think that Asia and Liz are both just extremely confident people. And I'm sure to the media, they will say like, oh, I'm so happy for, you know, Asia or, or I'm so happy for Liz, but they, you can just tell by the way they both play that they think they're the best player on the court at all times as they should. And that's what so makes you don't think so they're going to be happy for each other. I think they're going to be fake happy for each other, Oh, okay. but I think that Twitter is going to pick up on that. And then I think the ball is going to start rolling where people are going to be like, you know, the uh, fam- I don't know if you watch the Simpsons, but like um, fam- famous Lenny got like a surgical smile uh, in an episode. He's smiling. <laughs> oh and then they're like, look at Lenny. He's happy. And he's smiling. And he goes, <laughs> look at all those worried faces. Except for Lenny. He looks great. This is the worst day of my life. And it's really funny because he's smiling and you can tell he's having a bad day. Anyhow, that's my Twitter angle. I think there's a good opportunity for um, some like fake praise and for people to pick up on that. This is funny. I mean, I, okay. I don't think this is going to happen, but I think this is a funny kind of prediction on your part because I I think they, they know they're both up for it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it won't become, it's not a huge surprise if one of them gets it over 
the other or I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like they have time to prepare. Yes, that's true. That's why I think it won't be such a thing because they have time to mentally prepare and prepare their statements and prepare their, you know, and also totally. it's your teammate. Like I don't, but I don't know. But couldn't I, you see Liz Campage being like, like if someone being like, are you really happy for Asia winning the MVP? Her being like, of course, I'm so happy. And then someone being like, do you think she's the best player in the world? And Liz just like smiling and being like, she's pretty good. Or just being like, I, I, definitely, I definitely think she's one of the best players in the world. Exactly. And it's like, well, isn't <laughs> like she the that. MVP? It's like, yeah, she's the MVP. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I also just think, uh, I feel like Liz has that energy where she's like, just supremely confident. And yeah. if you tell her that's, that another woman's a better basketball player, she'd probably be like, that's a fun segment. I mean, I will predict <laughs> that... Um, if Asia wins the MVP, we'll probably get a lot of Liz Campage thirst traps on the same day. <laughs> that That's what I'm I talking about. Happen. Yeah, yes, that could exactly. happen. That I definitely see happening. Well, Freddie, that has been our episode. What a yes. great first episode of The Pickup. Uh, thanks so much for, for listening. This is going to be a bi-weekly podcast. Uh, you can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We are on the Sonar Network. Thank you to Sonar for helping us get this together. And thank you to our producer Jason for getting us uh, together. You're not getting us together, but you know, putting us together. How about that? <laughs> Jason sent us both ransomware uh, to uh, basically, you know, forced us to to meet each other on the basketball court, and me and Catherine battled it out on the court for days. <laughs> That's how this podcast was really formed. <laughs> it was intense. We didn't eat. We didn't sleep. We just balled hard. It was great. Uh, also throw a shout out to uh, Tristan uh, yes. who did the cover art for this podcast uh, and to Michael and Mariana of Sonar uh, who've helped us kind of, you know, start getting it off the ground. And also a big thanks to anyone who's listened to this first podcast. Please tell everyone, you know, let us know what you think, because uh, we want to keep talking uh, women's basketball and, and, and grow with the league. Yes, definitely all of that. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple, you can give us a five-star review. It really helps more people discover the show. If you have any questions for Freddie or I, or you want us to address uh, a particular WNBA topic, you can reach out to us on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at it's me underscore Catherine, spelt C-A-T-H-R-Y-N. And Freddie? Uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at Freddie Rivas, F-R-E-D-D-I-E-R-I-V-A-S. And uh, Instagram, Freddie Noel Rivas. So uh, same name, but just my middle name in there, N-O-E-L. It's Spanish, so there's no weird Christmas thing over the O. Well, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you just hit me with some Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Uh, thanks again and uh, tune in to the next episode we're gonna get into it yeah the pickup
Amazon Prime Day is the 21st and 22nd of June. Two days of non-stop deals on everything from electronics to home and kitchen and more. Hear that? It's the sound of you relaxing while your new robot vacuum does your chores for you. Amazon Prime Day is coming. Two days of non-stop deals. The 21st and 22nd of June. Join Amazon Prime to enjoy Prime Day. Amazon Prime is a paid subscription. See terms and conditions at amazon.co.uk forward slash prime. This is the sound of business owners bossing their day with Sage. Fish delivery bust. Invoices sorted. Clients work out bust. Expenses smashed. Tax return done. Take control of business with new financial tools from Sage. Boss it. Try for free at sage.com. Terms and conditions apply.